my wife comes into my office and says, let's go to Oktoberfest. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what, tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, let's just go. And we're in New Jersey, so Oktoberfest, for those who aren't familiar, is in Munich, Germany. You're listening to Experience This, a show about the emerging experience economy with your host, Tom Young. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. I'm sitting down here in the studio with Karen Bajwa. How are you doing, Karen? Hey, Tom. How's it going? All right. Hey, today uh, we were going to talk about nothing in particular. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about a concept called a nice day in July. And you know, the the issue occurred to me over the weekend where we're in the very be- you know mid- we're in the middle of spring, right? People waiting for that you know unofficial start to summer, which is Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And you know, weather and you know, free time play a lot into enjoying, you know, the day, right? So when I think of, you know, we had pretty nice, it got into the 70s and it was sunny here in New Jersey. On It was beautiful. I was out getting the, the pool ready and the porch furniture and everything. But uh, I remember last year, you know, we lost a lot of weekend days and didn't have a lot of nice days. Yeah. And then it got to the notion of, you know, conversations we had around taking, you know, a nice day on a weekend for granted, right? So, Considering we don't have a lot left, right? Well, well, you've got that app, I think. Was it an app or a calculation you did? Well, it's a calculation. So you figure a a nice Saturday. So I'm going to just limit it to Saturdays, figuring it's just one day a weekend. And you figure the the summertime is is about 15 weeks, at least in the Northeast, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's just say conservatively, ten of them are nice. Yeah. So I'm going to have. Now you could have nice days in the fall and spring and winter. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the summertime nice days. You figure there's ten or twelve a year <sighs> on Saturday. That's... So you don't really want to. You don't want to take them for granted. If you, if you, even like most people who like the outdoors, like to be out in the sun, have a picnic or whatever. So in town here in Branchburg, we had a. Uh, food truck festival and mm-hmm. it was it was the first one we did in town and it was at our the central park in our town called white oak park and i went down there you know i have to make an appearance and everything i wanted to, i would have gone anyway but uh there were thousands of people there wow i mean like i want to say three to four thousand which was huge the line to get in was several hundred people long and on a continuous basis. You know, I showed up I'm like this line's going to die down, and this kept, you know, this perpetually went out to the street. You know, it was maybe a 150 yard line, and it was, uh, and it struck me this Saturday, and I was thinking, you know, people are really craving for that again. What we have always been talking about was is an experience. Yeah. You know? Have you heard of Smorgasburg in the city? No. So it's a similar concept. It's like a street festival? Oh, well, it, it's a, um, in Williamsburg, they've basically designated off this park area. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, yep. Yeah. And it's right on the water. So you've got awesome views of Manhattan from Brooklyn. Right. And they probably have anywhere, it's similar. So they probably have like a hundred different of these boutique food vendors who haven't yet made it to a physical retail location. But they either have a following on Instagram or they're a cult neighborhood favorite. Um, but it's cool. It's emerging brands. <coughs> and is there every weekend? So it only happens from May till about September, early October. 
right. outside. And I was just looking at the numbers because uh, I, I know it's pretty big. So it, it's around twenty to 30,000 people each weekend. Wow. That's pretty massive. And it's like street food. Yeah. And you just walk around. Yeah. That's great. And yeah, and you just- Have you been to it? Yeah. And, and it, you, it's a mob scene. I mean, you have to be prepared because it's busy. Yeah, but that makes but, it fun. Yeah, I mean, the food is awesome. Yeah. It's stuff that, you know, you probably wouldn't, and it's very specific food. Um, you know, everything's probably between five to $10. Like 10 is probably the max. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's street so food. I was in Japan with my daughter for a week and, you know, you, Japan's like, if you're a, it's like a foodie capital, right? So we didn't really do any of the restaurants. My daughter is 14. So the, you know, the fine dining, this wasn't, that wasn't doing it for us, but we did do a lot of street food. Now the fine dining in Japan is really expensive. I mean, probably at least two X yeah. New York. Um, uh, but the street food is comparable to any place. And, and I, I actually like the street food better. I mean, it's probably low brow, but I enjoyed the street food. And, and when it's crowded, it makes it actually better, I think. Oh, yeah, it's uh, bustling. It's bustling. It's just a, it's a fun scene. There's, a, there's, a, there's an energy around that. Yeah, I think that is the experience. That's yeah. part of the experience. The, it's almost reminiscent of markets in international cities. So in Delhi, for example, there's a whole street food market. Even in Singapore and Malaysia, there's these night markets that are right. all centered around street food. And those become experiential destinations that people go to. So this goes to the conversation we've had before around why do people go to taverns? Yeah. And there's some semblance, like if you say, if you deconstruct what you did, if you went to one of these, you know, the food truck festival or go to this place, uh, called Smorg- what is it called? Smorgasburg. Smorgasburg. <laughs> and we walk around and say, okay, what did I actually do? Well, uh, I got a coffee and a meat on a stick and a, a ice cream sundae and walked along the water. Well, you could probably technically do that at any time, but it's not the same thing when there's not a lot of people there. Yeah, It's not just the act of doing it. It's being in the presence of a lot of others doing the same thing. There's a There's a social aspect to it. Regardless of whether you're talking to these people or meeting them or getting to know them, is just something about being in a, a large group of people like that. Yeah, this is t- this Smorgasburg in itself has become a destination. I mean, people plan their weekends around. Oh well, I have to go to Smorgasburg on Saturday. That's because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so when I I got back, you know, Sunday uh, was equal, if Saturday was nice, Sunday was sucked. Yeah. The weather was just raining all the time and it got cold and it's just a total, it's just totally different. So you get the notion of not taking these beautiful days for granted Mm -hmm. and figuring out what, what makes you happy, you know, and, and I, and I would suggest that all these thousands of people who showed up at this food truck festival I saw this past Saturday, or when you go to Smorgasburg, or when you go to any of these street festivals that are, uh, uh, like, you know, I, I remember back in the day, the San Gennaro Festival. But there's a lot of street oh, yeah. festivals in New York. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. I went to a website in New Jersey, and I said, Let's, let me search for some of these festivals. And it's you can find it if you're if you're actively looking and, and have some discernment. Yeah. But it's hard to find uh, something that really caters to your interests. I agree. I think in the city, 
this still remains a struggle. I think there's a lot of companies that are trying to solve that problem. There's uh, a site called Pulsed, which sends you the happenings for the weekend. But a lot of them are centered around, you know, $29 for a boozy brunch for two. And it's like, how many of those can you actually really do? But you have to, time out is a good resource, but you have to hunt for information. Yeah, that's my experience. I, I, you know, the, uh, I talked to the organizer of this uh, um, food truck festival that they'd ran in town, and they have um, they ran from like eleven to seven. Yeah. So it's about eight hours, and they might have had, I want to say, six bands come in from the morning to live music, and that drives a lot of the uh, the following because the people follow some of these bands around. Mm. So live again, live music is another big part of the analog experience and the social experience people like to go see their favorite band they see the same people following the band around so there's a a connected social aspect to it but it seems to me you know go back to our original premise around a lot around this show that people are going to start optimizing their time and how do we really use technology to not uh, invade that time i could have sat at home and watched netflix and wasted one of these beautiful saturdays yeah or use the technology on Friday night to say tomorrow's going to be awesome. Don't screw around watching Netflix or binge watching on Amazon or whatever it might be. Go to this festival, go here, and plan your day out. Uh, and so, and because a lot of times it's it's too late. Like you didn't plan it. Like yeah. if I waited to the night the day before, I could probably go. But it'd be more fun if I could arrange four or five friends to go and say, hey, let's meet there and let's go do something. They have street fairs, and you know most towns have them at some point. Uh, and then just plan your calendar around them and try to enjoy them. Here in uh, Somerset County, New Jersey, from Labor Day, no Memorial Day to Labor Day, Friday nights in Main Street, Somerville, which is like an old downtown. Um, and this is really they've been doing this for about twenty years. It's like a bit, whole revitalization of the downtown. It's an old school Main Street, right? It's mm-hmm. where you have three or four story buildings and then the bottom's retail and the top is is uh, residential. Right. A lot of restaurants are going in there. And uh, they turn it into, you can't park on the street, only classic cars can park there. Oh, that's cool, yeah. And so people park cars in the 1950s, 1930s, 1950s, 60s, et cetera. So they have all these old cars and on display and then people set up lawn chairs and then the restaurants move their seating outdoors. They And so it's a almost like a carnival every Friday night. Wow. And it's packed. I mean, people just go uh, almost every Friday night just to walk up and down and see the cars. You see the same people. And uh, we'll have to do that, you know, sometime after yeah. uh, Memorial Day. I'll show it to you. But we've been to Cafe Picasso down there. Mm-hmm. And it's Cafe Picasso puts tables out on the street. And it's, a, it's like a, a community atmosphere. I think it goes to show them people are definitely looking to get outside of their homes and do stuff with people and interact yeah. with one another. Yeah. Now I think the next question is how do you, f- like it would be awesome if, I don't know, there was a way where I guess somebody, I well, was proactively given that information versus Well, this is where I think we it. bring the technology in in a proactive way that is not disruptive, but it, it enhances. So yeah. I'll give you another example. Like every fall I think of, oh, let's go see the leaves change. That'd be a fun thing to go do. <laughs> 
And by the and you're sitting here in New Jersey, but at the time you see a leaf change here, so let's go up to New England. They're all all the, it's already done. Yeah. You missed it, and so you you have to plan these things months in advance, which is a little bit of a buzzkill to some extent. But to have, but to be able to sit down on a uh, on a Tuesday and say, hey, by the way, these things that that you are likely to like mm-hmm. based on whatever profile or whatever what things you've liked before. They're coming up. Just put them on your calendar and just say, hey, they're there. And you say, you know, that's really neat. I want to go do that seafood festival on the boardwalk or whatever it might be. And I'm going to almost like the um, the way the meetups work yeah. and just say to go do that. I look at like my parents who are still alive. They, um, uh, they Their social circle um, drives around their country club. Oh, right. Would they have a lot of events happening at their country yeah, club? Yeah, but the the way it works with uh, with them is there's not a lot of planning required. That's great. So when they want to socialize, they just go to the club and they, there's people they know. Now, if they're going to sit down do a sit down dinner, they'll arrange that. But my dad plays golf all the time in a competitive group, and there's no there's it's a standing t- time they play. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's a there's different times that they play. It's set. You just show up, and mm. if it's twelve guys or sixteen or or nine, and they create a little mini tournament. So they play competitively for money uh, all the time, and so it keeps them all. And it's only open to people who are single digit handicappers. So you have to be a good golfer. So it's highly competitive and very social. And then people have drinks afterwards and. Then they'll maybe arrange dinner and stuff like that. But it's for my parents. When I look at them, and they've been with this club for maybe thirty years, it's been such a big part of their social aspect. I was like, what? What is it that was driving? And it was this. I think it's part of this: the ease of socialization. Yeah. It. And I think they probably, because it's associated with that particular club, they also know probably have a good indicator of what type of social experience they're going to get. Because sometimes you go to things and you're like, eh, it wasn't that good. But if it's a place you're already familiar with, who has social offerings, you kind of know the standard of that you're probably going to enjoy it. Yeah. I, so I go back to when they joined the club. They didn't really know anybody. Mm. And now a lot of their lifelong friends are from that club. And they stay in touch with people. They 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 A lot of them, they'll, they'll travel to Florida together, do a lot of trips, do a lot of things together. A lot of their friends just come from that club. <laughs> I, I think it's also the same concept that the Eugene uh, or a lot of the apartment buildings are trying to get into so do you, offerings. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the Eugene. So when you, you know a lot of people in your apartment building mm-hmm. and the prior apartment building you lived in, not so much. Correct. Is that fair? Yep. Okay. So the way the Eugene is set up, it's set up to socialize. So you've met a lot of people and then your prior one was just a regular apartment and you probably didn't you probably recognize people who didn't know them yeah do you go out with people from the eugene and go to like restaurants outside yeah yeah and um we just went to a birthday party on the roof twice this weekend yeah two different residents so it's hard to quantify the value that that has in your system yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah right compare i mean it's not just comparing rents or location or how nice your apartment is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, there's a very non-monetary greatness. Like, you know, you're getting all the social aspect yeah. out of it. 
and yeah. it's not really tied so, to the monetary. So let me just ask you point blank. How important is that to you? I think it's actually pretty big because- yeah. you, take, you probably take it for granted. Uh, probably now. So I think when I first moved in, yeah. I was like, wow, this is really amazing. Now a year and a couple months in, maybe I take it slightly for granted, but I still always remember the fact that I actually get to just hang out, you know, go up up the elevator a couple floors or down a couple floors, and I don't have to seek this, like, what's going on out in the city? There's stuff going on in the building. So the convenience of yeah. being able to socialize is huge. Yeah. Also because we were talking about it this weekend, if you want to go to a roof, it's okay. So rooftops in the city during the summer are the peak place to be. Everyone wants to be on a rooftop. So in order for you to be on a public rooftop in Manhattan, you're probably going to be paying a very steep price for alcohol. So on Saturday, we stopped by this other place in Soho, great rooftop, two drinks, a Montauk beer and a glass of rose came to 40 bucks. Yeah, that that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I went so, to the I went to the Boom Boom Room oh God, at the Standard yeah, Hotel really which was on a rooftop but it wasn't it was at the top floor. And uh not only did they they look at us with disdain when we went in there, but we had those same four drinks for $120. Oh, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it it's like $35, $40 a drink. So, so that's I me. Mean, it's a premium price to be, yeah. you know, in these like up in the sky locations. Yeah. And so we were also saying, well, actually, yeah, at the rooftop in the building and a lot of uh, the residential buildings that do have nice rooftops, you can bring a bottle of $10 wine up there and have a great time. Yeah. So you're right. There's no, you can't really tie financials. I mean, there are some financials to that, but you get way more out of it. Meeting your neighbors. Did you go up there relaxing. Saturday? Yeah. It was so, so busy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I socialized with neighbors, hung out. And the best part is you can just, um, I guess, similar to your parents at the golf club, you can opt in and then an hour later you can opt out. Yeah. It's, and, uh, yeah, it's like, it's hard to explain, but I, I think, you know, country clubs and uh, penthouse apartments in Manhattan are not necessarily accessible for everybody. So to me, this really this notion gets to, you know, and again, I don't have the answer, but I'm thinking how how can we use technology, which, in many ways, is disrupting our social life, through people just too focused on their light squares, to how do we start using it to say, hey, let's let's be thoughtful and mindful yeah. of the nice Saturday in July. How do we use that to? Uh, to in increase our enjoyment in life. Completely agree. And I, I think the big ticket too is finding out about ways to do that in advance like we were just talking about. Because I've also had so many times where Monday will roll around and then I'll read something in the newspaper or I mean online about um, you know some cool event that happened four yeah. blocks away. And I'm like, crap, I didn't even know that was going on. Yeah. Well, and, and to plan these things, you know, I, I, I think I'm a big fan of spontaneity. Same, but the uh, there are some things that uh, you, if you don't plan ahead of time, you you're just kind of precluded from doing it. Yeah. So you know when we did some of our trips together, we did a lot of spont spontaneous stuff, but we bookended it, mm -hmm. meaning that we had locked in. We're going to start here and end here, and then we just left it open. Yeah. And that was great because at least you had the bookend set. 
and what you fill in between is, but if you don't plan the bookends, and by bookends mean like if you need a hotel room, you got a place to stay. Yeah. An agreement that three or four of you are going to go on, you know, say a weekend down at the beach or, or whatever. I, I would used to take, uh, I, I'm going to probably do it again this year. For maybe five, six years in a row, I took my daughter and sometimes TJ and Sarah would come down. We would go down to Wildwood, mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey, and we'd stay in this old 1950s style hotel. Oh, cool. And it's on the National Historical Register. It's called the Caribbean Motel. And we can put that in the show notes. But it was, um, uh, it's like it's like vacation like it's 1954 is their tagline. Oh, nice. And they play on, um, they have plastic palm trees, <laughs> all the furniture's from the 1950s. Wow. Uh, it's nice, it, but it's an old motel style. And they play the 50s on five, which is the XM station. They just play in the, in your room and out yeah. by the pool. And everybody sits out in front of their room. And it's a little bit of an informal party. And then the owners of the motel will, will have a, a grill out there and they'll cook food and give it to people. And this people hang out. And then people go down to the beach or go to the boardwalk or whatever. But it's... Uh, it, they do all these themed weekends. That's, yeah, but that sounds fun. If you don't book it in advance, you just can't go. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you can say, "Hey, let's go today." Well, they're sold out. They're sold out. I mean, if I don't book like August right right now, it's it's in May. I may not be able to get in. Wow. So at least I got. I have to start thinking about you know the the book ending of it. And then you, once you're there, you can fill in the blanks with whatever you want. But if you don't bookend that trip, it's it's simply not going to happen. And when I look back on how I spent my time. In prior years, I'm like, I'm glad I did those things. Yeah. So it's it, at some level, it's worth it. And you know, this stuff may sound like it's very uh, a duh to people, but I think in a busy in a busy world, at least the, the circles that we travel in, people get very busy with their work and their professional life, and they're not stepping back enough to thinking about planning out their personal life as much as they they could in terms of. The social and and some people may be really good at it. By the way, I'm not saying they're not, but I, what I'm saying is, how can we enhance it with technology? Yeah, completely agreed. I I, I agree. I think that a lot of more people probably need to be a bit more consciously mindful about right. doing that versus yep. just uh, you know we talk about being the notion of autopilot and kind yeah. of just going through the motions and then they're like and you also hear oh it's Monday again. Well, you know, you want to flip that paradigm too. Like, why does Monday have to be so dreadful? If Saturday was great, uh, I mean, does Monday yeah. really matter? But there are people have this notion of, oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's Sunday night. I have to get so ready you, for Monday. So you've been with me to the Royal, right? It's a dive bar right by my house yeah. here. Um, I love that dive bar. It's great. But, and on, but on, um, I forget what the days are. I get it mixed up. I think... Tuesday is trivia night. I think Wednesday is bingo. And they have it in this dive bar. And it gets really crowded. And yeah. it's the same people there. They're, they're getting tables. And people have a great time. And it's just the cost of buying drinks. And the bingo's free. The trivia's free. And they have prizes and stuff. <coughs> but it, it, uh, it, I go back to even things like uh, the bowling leagues. Oh yeah, that were out there. It creates such a social atmosphere. If I look at uh, Top Golf, mm-hmm. you've been at Top Golf. Yeah, we've been that, did that once. Yeah, I went over there the other day, uh, in here in Edison, New Jersey. It's a hu- huge facility. I don't want. I went there on a Saturday night. Packed. 
beyond packed. Yeah. You there was you couldn't park. Wow. I drove around for 25 minutes. I couldn't find a spot. I was waiting for someone to come out. I just couldn't get there. So many people cruising for spots. And they had a huge parking lot. Wow. And it was packed. I finally got in. I, I, I parked in an uh, adjacent area and I walked. And I got in there and it was a, a total zoo. And I said, can I get a place? And they said, you have a reservation? And I said, no. <laughs> They said, well, it's three-hour wait. Oh, great. <laughs> so basically it's saying, go home. Home, yeah. <laughs> right? So that was one of those things. If you don't plan it ahead of time, there's no spontaneity because some of these things, and people were having a great time, and, you know, we're using these, and in that case, they've taken technology, married it to golf, yeah, and basically combined, you know, the equivalent of bowling and golf together in a social atmosphere, great drinks and food. Uh, it's a it's a fun time, but people are craving this. Yeah, definitely. Just like they're spending money on live music, they'll spend money on social activities that are uh, engaging them with other people versus mm -hmm. continuing to isolate them. Yeah, and I think people today certainly realize that technology isolates people and are fighting that in the way, decisions that they're making. And I think it behooves technology providers to come up with positive energy technology solutions that allow them to go pursue those analog and social uh, desires. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I yeah. think that the the awareness has been raised, and I think people are now slowly starting to do something about it. Yeah. So anyway, I started looking out as I came to some of these. And that's not the first time I thought about it, but I started, I started getting on looking at uh, New Jersey festivals, New York festivals, like what's coming up? What can I put on the calendar to try to drive, uh, you know, everything from, uh, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you one more example. Um, several, eight or 10 years ago, my wife comes into my office and says, let's go to Oktoberfest. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what, tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, let's just go. And we're in New Jersey. So Oktoberfest, for those who aren't familiar, is in Munich, Germany. So I got online. I booked a couple of flights. I said, you take care of the hotel. I'll take care of this. So uh, we booked like last minute stuff. We found a hotel. We got to flights. We flew through London. Went to Salzburg. Took a train. So it was a little bit of planes, <laughs> trains, and autos. And uh, so we finally get there. And I get to the hotel. And I said, uh, I'd like to go to Oktoberfest. And they said, do you have tickets? And I said, no. <laughs> and they and said, well, good luck. They're sold out <laughs> and they sell out 10 months ahead of time. Huh. So I said, so I, so you're saying I flew to Germany and I can't go to Oktoberfest. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> I said, I'll just call American Express. And oh, they just yeah. looked at me like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so uh, we ended up going to Oktoberfest. They had open seating at 9 a.m. for some 9 to 12. And then the tickets kicked in after that. So we, we were drinking beer at 9 a.m. By 12 o'clock, I was uh, three sheets to the wind. But it was one of those ones where we kind of spont spontaneously went to Oktoberfest, but we, because we didn't plan it ahead of time, we couldn't do a lot of the cool stuff because we didn't have tickets. Now, we had a great time. We yeah. made the best of it. Uh, and, you know, I've been to Oktoberfest uh, about three times, so I, I know what, what I was missing. But, you know, we, had a, we, we made the best. We had a good time. But those are just kind of the things like, if you want to go to Oktoberfest, you need to plan, plan. for that. By the way, in January. Oh wow! So it's it's yeah, ten months. It's September up to the first weekend in October. That's that's the timing of it. Wow! So if you want to go this year, you Too can late. still go. Well, you, you can buy tickets in the aftermarket. Okay, yeah. Um, the aftermarket 
you know, has developed, but it's, it's a, you know, I, I went with clients and they bought aftermarket tickets and it was a little seedy, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, at that point, I wasn't handling it. They were, but it was just interesting how, uh, that got in there. I actually, I've been there three times, twice with tickets and once with my wife without tickets. And I had the most fun with my wife when we went. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's just a different, it's just the different experience because yeah. we didn't have, cause we were, we were in that case, we were bound by the tickets and, and I just, there's only so much beer you can drink. Exactly. Right? You know, mm-hmm. cause they were bringing beers like every, I mean a beer, like a quart of beer every 25 minutes. Wow. You know, that's insane. four, four or five yeah. quarts, you're drunk. So I was one other point. So I was just thinking as you were describing that, the thing about the comment about American Express. Yeah. So even the credit card companies are selling experiences. Oh my God. And good ones now. Yeah. Because I was looking at, um, I have Chase. Yeah. And there's a brand new, you know, we've been talking about Hudson Yards yeah. on our, some of our podcast, but there's, um, you know, they did like a nice, a private event with one of the celebrity chefs of one of the new restaurants that opened up. And I was like, wow, it's really good. Like, I think the quality of the experiences that the credit card companies are now offering is pretty high in terms yeah. of what you can get access to. And, and so I feel like even they know that people want to do stuff. Yeah. But it, 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 they're catering it to, I, for the most part because I get mad. For the, they're, 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 those are fairly expensive experiences. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're very Three, premium. $500 a head, you know, for, for some of those. So you can get them cheaper, but the really cool ones, are they're not cheap. Like you get a backstage pass or whatever. Yeah. But uh, they're definitely going after people who have a lot of money who have already come to this conclusion. And my premise is more people are going to come to this conclusion mm-hmm. than less, which is you're going to run out of time before you run out of money. Yep. So the ca- the credit card companies are smartly going after that crowd. And I think the price points are going to start coming down when the experiences that are valuable to people are not that inexpensive. So imagine a simple thing. And I'll just say a simple thing. If you happen to be somewhere, uh, like, so by the shore, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where you have uh, uh, easterly or westerly views unobstructed, what days are going to be a good sunrise and a good sunset? Yeah. That's free. Free, yeah. And, and, and they'll point that out for somebody who says, hey, today's going to be a beautiful sunset. Why don't you go here and grab a drink? And that is a simple experience. And sometimes that's the best, best thing. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of times you see those beautiful sunsets or sunrises, it's hit or miss, it's opportunistic versus planned. Technology allows us to plan those things and add those experiences to our life. Yeah. You know, again, we, you and I have done a lot of these experiences. You know, there is a social side to this. Because if I, if I, everything that you could do, if you had to do alone, it's not as fun. Not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not that you can't have fun, you, but you have to go into it with a totally different attitude an attitude of why not and that you're going to meet people and that's uh, not not for everybody. Yeah. So we have Sean who's our resident vagabond a solo traveler. He's headed off again, you know. <laughs> yeah, he said he's where he's going to Romania and Kiev. Kiev. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so I'll have to catch up with him. And all he did was bookend back. the bookend the trip. He booked the flights. Yeah, cuz he found and he went cuz he saw some great deals on flights. And yeah. he's like, I haven't been to these two countries yet, or these two cities. Yeah. 
All right, so he's going to have fun. Yeah. And we'll we'll have to talk to him when he gets back. Mm-hmm. That but he but he he is a rare bird in that way. Right. That will that will go, you know, sort of full seat of the pants and just see what happens and be open to the possibilities. Yeah. Most people need a little bit more structure and familiarity to do that. So anyway. Cool stuff. What do you got planned? So speaking of that, what do you have planned coming up? This uh, weekend's not even supposed to be that great. I, I know. So looking forward to that sunny Saturday, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably be leveraging the roof once again to do a barbecue. Oh, that's, yeah, because you guys can rent that, reserve that. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, you can book out the grills. Yeah, so two yeah. weekends from now, so the 24th is Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was looking for different things around that weekend. So it's 24, 25, 26, and 27, which is a, sort of a four-day weekend. That's really for New Jersey. That the Jersey Shore. That's the, really the kickoff weekend uh, um, for the for the summer holidays, right? right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I got the pool working, cranked up the heater on Saturday. See how make sure that's working, and uh, we'll have, we'll have to talk to people more about some of the experiences we're trying to create. Definitely. Great. Cool. All right. Thanks. Talk See to you later. Soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Karen, I think you were supposed to say that. Yeah. Thanks. I'll take it from here. All right. Well, we got to do the. This is the new Outcast. Oh, the out- outro. The outro. I think outcast is a new word. All okay. right, outro. We're doing a new outro. We got to cover a few things. All right. One is what? Subscription. Do you subscribe to? We want people to subscribe to this, not just listen to it occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Check the us out. The second thing is nothing's better than what a, a five star rating. Always five stars. Got to give us the five stars because we get better search outcomes. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is comments. We need those. Yeah, we need we, your feedback. We want to know what people are thinking. So you can check us out. The best way to do it, if you're not sure, some people don't know how to do it. Go to our website. You can check it out. We'll have a full set of instructions. Uh, so whatever app you're using. Most people use, what do you use? Uh, I use Spotify. You do? Yeah. So we have Spotify. We have iTunes, uh, YouTube. There's a whole bunch. Of, whatever you use, we have it. And if, and if we don't have it, let us know, and we'll try to figure out how to get it. We can send you a paper-based instruction. <laughs> Actually... Actually, we do have paper-based instructions, even though that's a fun inside joke to our team. So anyway, thanks for listening and check us out uh, in our next shows. Thanks. See ya.